Hi, welcome to the Fearless Freedom Podcast. My name is Carla Lancaster, and I am your host. This podcast is created to help women who feel stuck in life, disconnected from their desires, and who crave to live a life of daily adventure. If that sounds like you, then you, my friend, are in good company. I am finally ready to face my own fears and to push through in order to create a life of freedom. Are you ready to join me? Let's go to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fearless Freedom Podcast. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about something that is not necessarily easy for me to talk about. Um, Only really in this past year have I been able to start to come to grips with um, this part of my story and really allow myself to release the power um, that it has had over my life. Um, And what I am going to share today is based off of your past and based off of shame. Um, I know I'm not alone in feeling this way. I know that there are some of you out there that maybe have not come from the perfect, um, you haven't had the perfect life. Maybe you've made a lot of tough decisions in your life. Maybe you've had a lot of um, just life experiences that aren't maybe of the norm has not been, you haven't maybe come to where you are today following this normal societal path of you go to high school and then you go off to college and then you find your career and then you find your husband and then you have kids. And, you know, we, I feel like our society has had this very um, specific timeline that is considered normal for people to live out. And what I'm going to share with you today is kind of my journey and my timeline of my life and how it's only been up until recently that I have started to become okay with the fact that my timeline, my life hasn't looked like what I thought it was supposed to look like. It hasn't followed the normal path that society tells us we need to live by. If not, our life is a mess. It's wrong. We've made bad decisions, um, all of the above. So I hope that those of you out there that have maybe taken some detours in life, maybe have not followed the one path from that society has put in front of us, and if you have ever felt embarrassed by that, if you have ever felt regret, if you have ever felt shame, that this episode is for you because this is going to be all about how I have taken some of those detours in life. I've taken those paths and I felt so much shame and how I've been able to overcome that and start to be where I am today, where I am ready to share this story and ready to move on. So let's get to it. First of all, I'm going to start with my story. I'm going to share this part of my past that I haven't wanted to share with anybody. Um, Really up until recently, um, I've even given some of this information to close friends of mine who I've known for years that didn't know um, this part of my story. So to back up um, even further, 
I grew up in um, a small town in North Idaho. Um, I was raised in a Christian home. Um, my grandparents were pastors of a um, you know, fairly large Christian church for our small town that we lived in. Um, so I was raised as a grandchild to the pastors of this church. Um, obviously, with that comes some um, expectations and pressure to look and be a certain way to make the right decisions in life. Um, I know that my mom had, you know, felt that pressure herself um, as she was navigating life and her own experiences and how to raise us. So, you know, she absolutely did the best that she could. She raised us well. We always had a loving home. Um, but I always kind of felt a little bit on the outside. I went to a public school. Um, I had some friends at school, but I had a hard time, I felt like, making friends because they didn't go to my church. So I wasn't um, allowed to spend um, time with them outside of school time. And my mom really encouraged me to make friends within the kids in our church, um, which was difficult for me, which is a whole other episode um, on why. But as I began to get older, I was fighting with doing what my mom expected of me, doing what our religion expected of me, and also wanting to fit in, also just wanting to be like everybody else because I just kind of felt like the oddball out. And I just really wanted to be normal. I, I just, I have always had this desire to feel normal, to just blend in, to not stand out, and to live that life. I didn't want, I didn't want to be different. So as I started to get older and into high school, you know, obviously I got into boys and I wanted to start dating and um, my mom naturally had the rule that I had to date somebody within my church. When it came time for me to have a boyfriend, it couldn't be anybody that didn't share the same belief system that my family did. Of course, there was a boy that I dated in secret um, throughout high school and that was a great, um, great relationship. He was a great person. Um, as I got a little bit older, uh, when I was working my first job, I met this guy, and we hit it off. He always made me laugh. He was really funny, and um, he didn't go to my church, but he was of the same religion. So we started dating, and it was the first time I felt like I was interested in somebody, and they're interested in me, and it was also somebody that my mom would approve of. Now, he started to come to my church with me which again, more bonus points because my mom was in approval of this relationship. Um, now I was getting, I was probably about junior in high school when we first started dating. And, you know, as things happen, one thing leads to another and him and I enter into a sexual relationship um, while we're dating. Now, I'm sure most of you can imagine that um this is a big no-no in the world of Christianity. You wait until you're married in order for it to be okay to have sex. So um, I honestly don't even remember how my mom found out. My mom found out one day that him and I had been sleeping together. And so both of our worlds kind of shook because now my, 
now my mom knew. And we felt so much shame and um, guilt around this, especially because he also came from a very conservative Christian family. So, you know, that was just not something that you did until marriage. So after a while, um, we decided that the best thing that we should do should be to get married. We liked each other. We thought we loved each other. And, you know, I think that for both of us, we kind of thought that this was the way that we were going to make it right for our family, to make it right for ourselves, and to do the right thing. So we got married. So you know, it's, um, we had a whole wedding. We did the whole thing. None of our family, um, said, no, maybe you guys are too young. And again, I was technically, I graduated a year early from high school. I wasn't in high school for my senior year because I had enough credits to graduate. So I worked my last year of high school. I had my job and I just worked and saved money. And, um, you know, I just kind of thought this is what you did. I watched, um, you know, my mom spend a lot of her adult life as a single parent. And I kind of thought that the thing that would make me happy would be to have a, a marriage and then all my problems would be solved. And that would bring me happiness. Um, so him and I got married and as I'm sure you can imagine, we were young. We hadn't even really figured out who we were yet. Um, he was a couple years older than I, but still, um, there was still a lot of life we weren't sure about and had no idea what was kind of be in store for us. And, you know, it was, it was interesting when him and I dated, we were very social. We hung out with a lot of friends. I'm a pretty extroverted person. I love to be around people. I love to hang out and go do things and have adventures. And I didn't like to be home very often. And him and I got married and we move into our apartment together. And I remember the, I mean, we went on a one day honeymoon <laughs> in the same like state. We didn't really go anywhere. We had one room for one night and then we went back to our, you know, new apartment that we just got together and now we're going to live together. And it was kind of like I married somebody I had no idea who he was. We get into this room and he just wanted to play video games and um, do the things that he, I'm sure, naturally normally did on his own um, and didn't really enjoy the things that we did together when we were dating. And it was a pretty rude awakening for me. It was you know, day two of our marriage and I was now staring at a completely different future than I had envisioned two days prior. But we continued on. We, you know, tried to make things work. We tried to, you know, communicate or whatever. We uh, tried counseling because that was a big thing, you know, and it wasn't all bad. There was times where things were fine and we were kind of making progress and um, trying to, you know, have a relationship. Relationships aren't easy. That's always difficult. Um, but 
after a while, it became pretty clear that him and I wanted two very, very different things in life. Um, We are two very different people, two very different desires and ways of being. And I was um, at this point now about 20 years old and really starting to question who I was. What did I truly believe? I think for the first time in my life, I started to question even my belief system and what what did I believe outside of what my family believed and what felt good to me. Um, and this, I mean, that's a scary thing to wander down when your whole family believes one way. And so I started hanging out with friends. I started um, taking a step back and, uh, you know, this, um, this man and I, you know, just kind of became roommates. We kind of just lived and coexisted in the same area, but didn't really have a relationship, no longer really had a marriage or a commitment to one another. And after I kind of thought long and hard, I was stressing about and really just distraught by, looking into our future and seeing how miserable I would be for the remainder of my life if I did the right thing and stayed in that relationship and made it, tried to make it work, tried to just push through because, you know, divorce is a bad word. Divorce is a bad thing. You don't want to get a divorce. Um, and I, I really struggled. And then I just, I came to realize that I just couldn't. I couldn't stay in that relationship and live my life just dreading every day and not really feeling like I was fulfilling my life's desire. So I came to the conclusion to ask him for a divorce. Obviously, uh, no matter the circumstances, that's never an easy decision to come to. And, um, but I did. I made that decision and I presented that to him. And it was hard. Obviously, it wasn't an easy thing to do. Um, it was hard for both of us. But again, it was this disappointment that we are bringing onto our family because not only did we start our relationship outside of the you know marriage bedroom by having sex, then we got married and now we're getting a divorce you know, less than two years later. So I did make that decision and I felt free to be honest with you. I never regretted. I still don't regret that decision. And um, I immediately kind of uprooted my life as I'm sure a lot of people maybe find themselves. If you've ever been in a position or have ever gone through a divorce, you've maybe uprooted your life, needed a change, needed a fresh start, needed a clean slate. And um, I was living... Um, an hour outside of Portland. And so I decided to have a change of pace and move to Portland. I wanted to change cities, kind of really spread my wings and figure out who I was apart from um, my family, apart from everything that I had always known. And so I did. I, I moved and I remember, but I just, I felt so ashamed. And that this is what I really want to talk to you guys about. Like, yeah, that's my story. But what I want you to understand is the level of embarrassment and shame I allowed to come into my life over this story of divorce. I felt so heavy by it. I remember moving to Portland. So I transferred within my job 
And um, I remember vowing to myself that I wasn't going to tell anybody. I didn't want to tell a single soul that I met in this new city about my past. I wanted nobody to know. Like it was just this vow that I made that I was not going to ever, I was going to walk away and never look back. And, um, and it really was just, I felt embarrassed. I remember a few years after the fact, and I was still so embarrassed. I remember talking with a friend and, you know, we were talking about like, oh, well, there's no regrets in life because you get to learn from all of your experiences. And I remember being like, I don't, I don't think so. I totally regret ever making that decision to ever get married. Like that just seemed like the biggest, dumbest mistake that I made, that it put this huge black mark on my name. You know, who's going to want to date me? Who would want to remarry me? If I even believe in marriage anymore, I was just so confused and so lost and so ashamed um, of this past story of this experience that I had. And I didn't even change my married last name because I moved so quickly that people knew me by that old married last name. Now, granted, I also felt very disconnected um, from my maiden last name, my family's that is related to my maiden last name. I was um, disconnected from, so I felt like I couldn't take back my maiden last name. I didn't want to really even change my last name at all because then I'd have to tell people. I'd have to tell people why I was changing my last name and that I had gone through a divorce. Dun, dun, dun. Like I just felt like that was literally the worst thing that I could do. Here I was, 21 years old, and had already been married and divorced. And I just felt like a failure. And um, I just, I wanted to keep it quiet. So years have gone by and maybe my closest, closest friends, I, you know, let out the secret that I had had this marriage in my past life or those, those that knew me when I was married. Um, but really it was something I didn't want to talk about, didn't want to speak to anybody about or share because um, I was just so full of shame. So really in this last couple of years, have I been doing a lot of self-work and really kind of diving into my past and all of my past stories and really learning that it doesn't have to be that way. I was noticing that I was really um, intrigued by people that just seem so fearless, especially with their stories, especially when they didn't seem to have a perfect um, they didn't have a perfect life, and yet they weren't ashamed about it, that they, you know, had these messy experiences that were not the ideal path, um, and that they spoke freely, and they just moved on, and that it was okay. I was just fascinated. I still am, because it still takes everything in me, like, even thinking that I'm putting this out there in the world, there's still probably people who know me that don't know this about me. And um, and so I've been really just looking at life and going, 
You know, there is no one right timeline for life. Everybody has problems. Everybody has different life experiences and a different path. And that there isn't anything that's right or wrong or bad. You know, that we can truly learn from everything in our life. And I really hated that. Um, But what I'm learning is that from that marriage, from that divorce, I don't know that I would have really made some hard decisions and really taken a stance for who I am, what I want and need out of my life, and truly, ultimately, what do I believe apart from anybody else? I wasn't, you know, I didn't really grow up in an environment that gave me the option to explore my belief system and to come to the conclusion of what felt the best for me. So I'm realizing that that marriage and that divorce led me to the path of discovering who I am and what I believe. Apart from everybody else, I kind of had to make a drastic turn, a drastic decision, but that's where it led me. So to that, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I had that experience and that through that allowed me to make a decision that was going to benefit my life and to know that I can trust my intuition and to trust the decisions that I'm making are truly the best ones for myself, even when they are the hardest ones to make. So I want you, if you have ever been in a position where you have felt embarrassed or felt shame over a particular story or experience you've had in your life, I want you to know that that's okay, that you can overcome that, that your past actually does not define you, does not define who you're allowed to be, what you're allowed to have, um, doesn't make you less than anybody else, but it does give you the opportunity to learn from it. You are allowed to take away tools, take away experiences, and use them for other new experiences that come your way. You're allowed to take the good things from it and walk away from the rest. That that doesn't have to define you. I realize now that by vowing to myself that I needed to keep it quiet and I was not going to tell anybody, that gave it power. That gave that shame so much power over me. Like I could just feel the heaviness and the weight of it every day or anytime somebody talked about divorce or marriage and I wouldn't say anything. And it was just, it had so much power and kept me so small for so many years. But now as I'm starting to share these stories, every time I share this fact about me, I release that power. I feel it lifting. I feel it as just a part of my story, just a part of my journey that has got me to who I am today. And so for that, I am grateful. And I just want to encourage every single one of you that it's going to be okay. Your life doesn't have to be 
perfect. It doesn't have to follow the same timeline that, you know, society says is the right way. Everybody wants to have a plan, but do you know what? Life is messy. Life doesn't go according to plan and that's okay. My life sure hasn't. And that is what I'm here for. I am here to share my story. I am here to release this power that I have given to these negative things in my life. I'm here to hopefully inspire you to do the same. I want you to realize that it is okay to overcome and to continue on with your head held high. You don't have to be defined by your past. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for um, just going on this journey for me with me and um, allowing me to share this, uh, this real sensitive side of myself today. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. And that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, please feel free to leave a review, a thought, a kind word, some encouragement um, for this episode. And if you want to know about any upcoming episodes, uh, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on a single one. Uh, You can also find me on Instagram. If you want to connect um, with me more, please come on over there and follow. I am at uh, Fearless Freedom Podcast on Instagram. All right, guys, until next time, have a good one.